It's an early innovation show. It's a great honor to welcome Damien Brown, CEO and founder of Standard Access. Welcome to the show, Damien. Thanks, Ed, and thanks very much for having me on. It's much appreciated. I thought it was such a valuable idea, particularly when we move to this access ownerless world where people are sharing their houses, sharing their properties, etc., and Standard Access is a perfect model for that world. So before we, we talk about the business itself, let's talk about you and how you got to it. Well, I spent almost all my career in commercial real estate, uh, managing portfolios of commercial property across Ireland, the UK and Spain. And it was just the day-to-day challenges of trying to manage a lot of different sites in different countries and uh, the problems it, it caused. That kind of led me to develop uh, the solution. The problems that I encountered are the same problems that every property manager in the world encounters. And managing leases and even collecting rent all require a physical presence and to authenticate people. And I was just trying to figure out a way for a long, long time. There must be technology out there to make this job easier and more cost effective. I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great if you could use a medium like uh, mobile phones to manage the tenants and manage the buildings and access to the, to the buildings. I went to the local Enterprise Ireland uh, office in Tralee and I discussed it with the manager, uh, Jerry Maloney, within the first five minutes of telling Jerry what I, what I, what, who I was and what I wanted to do. He said, you know, this is something that I think we could back down. And I thought, great. And he said, you know, I, I said, Jerry, I'm probably going to have to go abroad to get this type of hardware product built. He said, um, there's a industrial gateway in the college in Chile. There's about 10 of them around the country in the different ITs, and they all specialize in a different area of expertise. And fortunately for me, the one in Chile is called IMAR, and that stands for Industrial Mechatronics and Radio Frequency Identification. And it is exactly the type of expertise that I needed. So he introduced me to the people in the college there. It was Alton McCarthy, was the manager, and Dr. Pat Doody. I went and met them and explained that I wanted software, like an enterprise-level dashboard. Facilities managers and landlords could upload all their properties and kind of like deft that uh, guests or potential tenants uh, could come along and select the type of property they wanted, location, size, budget, duration, etc. And the window would pop up then, we'll say, from Stripe or PayPal, and uh, people enter credit, could enter their credit card details and make a payment for the amount of time, the amount of space they want to use for a certain amount of time. And if they made a successful transaction for the real estate they wanted to use, that the keys would be generated by the backend server and sent out to their phone. So during that meeting, uh, they, they said, yeah, Damon, that's the easy part about hardware to open doors. You know, there's smart locks on the market. And they were just coming into the market at the time, and they were all uh, Bluetooth-enabled and NFC. And... Uh, I just remember saying to the two to the, to the gentlemen, I said, you know, I hate Bluetooth because uh, pairing issues and it drops frequently frequently when you're out of range of a device, especially with hands-free in the car. And they need software updates. And, you know, if you've got Bluetooth low emissions, you've got 4.0, 3.0, 2.0, you know, not everybody's going to have the latest, greatest smartphone to work with your hardware. I didn't really want to pursue a Bluetooth device. And as well as that Bluetooth, you know, it's, it's on all the time. So then we looked at NSC, and at the time, NSC wasn't available on, on the Apple iPhone system. Uh, so I dismissed that. So I suggested to the guys, I said, you know, I said, you remember years ago when cell phones became popular, uh, you could, it was ads on TV, and download this uh, ringtone. I said, Wouldn't, would it be possible? I said, you know, send a text message uh, with sound to say, hi, I'm Aidan McCullen, and I'm allowed access into this building. You could send that information to a door, and the door would say, okay, yeah, that's definitely Aiden, let's send them in. 
So we signed contract sometime after that. And uh, they built me a prototype. We had proof of concept uh, within about three months. The beauty about using the sound was that, first of all, it's cross-compatible. Every phone in the world has a microphone and a speaker. But also, with sound, uh, you can encrypt it. It's way more secure and robust than Bluetooth or NLC. Anybody with a smartphone can use our protocol. It gives us a, a, a huge competitive advantage. So, you know, um, typically how a user could use our system is that they download the app, they would log in like you would a banking app, and our um, app takes mine certain information from your phone that's unique to your smartphone. And you then go ahead and you get access to the properties. And that access would be determined uh, in each case by the client of standard access, a landlord with warehouses or offices or a hotel or apartments or whatever it may be. And they would dictate the permissions-based uh, policy then give out keys or to sell rooms or to rent them out or whatever it may be. So, for example, say it was you, Aiden, and you downloaded the app uh, for, 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 to, to get access to a property and you selected the property you went to and through the drop-down menus and you made your payment or you, you got your authentication if, if payment wasn't necessary and uh, it was a successful transaction. Our backend server would take on board that information, would send information out to, the, to the each doors that you've bought access to, if you know what I mean. And so part of the key is sent out to each door uh, and the other part of the key is sent out to your phone. I'll just take a step back and I, I just, when, we, when, I, when I spoke to the college in Tralee and I, we spoke about the different protocols you could use, Bluetooth and NIC, and then we, we agreed that uh, they'd investigate investigate use of sound because of its uh, cross compatibility that everybody, everybody can use it. Uh, a big issue uh, with the products on the market at the time was battery power. And the Bluetooth locks on the market at the time were being built mainly for the home automation business and they still are today. They're pretty good at that. And But the problem is, is that batteries run out after a lot of time, after about three months or four months. While that may be okay, in a residential environment where you might only have four or five users, in a commercial environment, uh, if you try to position that product in a commercial environment, uh, it, would be, it would not be acceptable because you'd have a much higher churn of people going through the doors and the batteries wouldn't last very long at all. So that's why we decided about sound. But the protocol of using Bluetooth, Bluetooth is on all the time. And uh, if when, when a product is on all the time, it affects the battery. Uh, so the biggest problem was, the two biggest problems were protocol and power. So I said to the college, I said, look, let's build a smart hub that we fit beside a door that's connected to the mains electricity. And then we can have, uh, and it's connected to the Wi-Fi, and then uh, we can have a lock, a smart lock, which is really a dumb lock. And it'll only speak when spoken to. So I, I was just, as I was saying to you a few moments ago, when someone um, logs up, downloads the app, logs in, selects a property, and pays for the property use of that property. Then when they approach the property and take their phone out and press the key, a burst of audio is sent from the app. And that's a burst of encrypted audio. And that's a one-off key. It changes every time. It's like a little Snapchat uh, burst of audio. Brilliant. And uh, it's, it's sent to the, um, to, the, to the smart hub. And the smart hub has already been told that Aiden's allowed through this door. So it deciphers the bit of encrypted audio that comes from your phone. It says, okay, well, you know what? This is Aiden McCullen because it's, these are the information we got from him and his phone when he logged in. It, um, send, it deciphers it, says, yes, this is him. 
and it sends another burst of, uh, of audio to the lock until it's locked open. And it does that in about 0.2 of a second. When you send that burst of audio the first time to your phone, that's a, a, a unique uh, one-time one key. And when you do that, the Wi-Fi tells the backend server that key has been used. So it can't be used again. Someone can't come along and record it and play it, play it back. Really? It won't open. And right. it'll send a, a warning off to, to us and to the client that someone has tried an illegal entry. Brilliant. I, I, did the university do all this for you? A prototype that I could go and show to uh, potential investors or potential clients. Gotcha. So it was it was rough and ready, but it was exactly what, what, right. what they said they could do and what I, what I wanted. Um, the Smart Hub uh, part of it came afterwards. Uh, they gave me a lock and they gave me... Um, trying to think all the time what it was but you know they, they did a good job for me i have to say it was great that you know the, the particular expertise that yeah. i needed at the time was was so local serendipity you know? and and just just absolutely okay, so so i i totally i'd say our audience totally get how you you basically constructed the whole thing the back end etc the encryption the security just just let's take a, a journey through here as if i'm a user now so i'm i'm a guy off the yeah. street i'm Let's use this. I'm an Airbnb guy. I I have an apartment that is really awkward for me to to get out to to rent out. It's the far side of the city. It takes me an hour to get across the city in rush hour traffic. That's unfortunately when people come off the airplane and and get there. So now, using standard access, I can actually give them encrypted uh, one-off access into my property. No worries at all. All I have to do is buy the lock and download the app. That's all, and sign up, of course. That's that's yeah. my journey as a user. Exactly. So I do that my side. What does the recipient do? So the person who's leasing my Airbnb property. So in a situation like that, uh, they you could send them a link. They download this app, and they would set their own little account. And uh, in that situation, you know, you'd be setting up for them to be the to the to be the user. Yeah. And uh, you would give them a, it's time restricted access key basically yeah so you dish them issue them with a ferrisol from the first of march to the seventh of march in dublin aiden's apartment is going to be rented to uh pierre Cardin from paris <laughs> and uh pierre then pierre then can give his wife and his two kids uh, access to their smartphones as well Brilliant. if that if that's a love if that's a level you only that's up to you to decide absolutely that's fantastic and that because because just looking at it that way so i totally get and i love where you came from your background i totally get this your 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 evolution from being the estate agent with a problem and you you, you focused on the problem rather than the solution because we have ash moira on this show as well running lean and lean stack um website and does the lean canvas and he talks about this obsession with the problem rather than the solution and you obsessed over that problem for years to find the solution and then you waited and this perfect serendipity of the the right people being on your doorstep like an unbelievable story really of being on your doorstep in Kerry and being able to deliver you that prototype is just brilliant but just taking a, a zooming up now in a helicopter and looking down you are now like in prime position to be acquired by an Airbnb or several chains of estate agencies across the world but you probably don't even need to because you're you're so useful to all of those companies you're so useful to 
anybody who's doing property. And I love your video on standardaccess.co where there's a guy out playing golf and bang, he gets a, a little notification. Uh, it's, <laughs> yes, a bit cheesy. it's a bit cheesy. <laughs> it's, it's a tiny bit cheesy. And the guy actually, very, very, uh, very Robert De Niro looking guy. Um, <laughs> and uh, he gets his notification. Bam. He's a uh, big smile on his face. He's delivered his properties open and uh, more money in the bank. But you can see, you can see now the intelligence behind it. And then, to get your story of how you got there is just a brilliant story, and um, so are you. Are you? Are you looking for funding at the moment, Damien? Damien, or where are you on this on the journey? Uh, yeah, we are, Aidan. Uh, we've had some funding in the past. At the moment, we're just trying to close out a seed round. We've uh, been approved for match funding from Enterprise Ireland. We're looking for 165,000 from private investors. It's enough money to get our testing finished with a select group of clients in uh, Paris, Lisbon, London, and here in Ireland. Damien, how can people get in touch? You mentioned uh, the funding. I'm sure people are going to get in touch with you over that. I know the website's www.standardaccess.co. Where else can people yeah, get in touch with you? Uh, Damien, D-A-M-I-E-N, at standardaccess.co, at Damien Brown on Twitter, at standardaccess on Twitter. We wish you the very, very best of luck. Right. I'm sure people will be in touch. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, Ed, and appreciate it. Thank you.